Hi friends, you're listening to Growing Pains. By the time this episode will go up, the lockdown in Egypt for universities and schools, the you know, the two-week period will have ended and been extended for two more weeks of school shutdown, the shutdown of public services provided by the government, public transportation, cafes and restaurants, and the whole kind of dusk-to-dawn curfew. It is not exactly a fun time. And I've been like, I'm sensing how crazy, just how crazy everyone's been, including myself, and I'm sure we're all feeling it. It's difficult to stay positive in a time like this. Like, I do have very short-lived bouts of like what you can call optimism but they come and go and and the looming and overpowering general state is um stress i do not know a single person in my life that is not at least a little bit stressed right now and i mean that's just life in general but having everyone being stressed about similar things kind of amplifies that stress It's not just that my routines in life, what little routines I had in my life are broken now, but they were forcefully broken into with fear and anxiety and I feel violated emotionally by this whole thing. I I deal with really bad anxiety in my life and I do get help for it, but now this kind of panic attack that I hadn't had in like two years, they're coming back. Right now, on the day of recording this, I'm okay, but the past couple of days have just been bad for me. All the stress of the past two weeks just came crashing down on me, and and at times, I'd find myself completely paralyzed with anxiety and unable to move or breathe properly, and I lose all capability of thinking rationally, and I just have to wait and sit it through. This thing... What's going on? It has never happened before in our lifetime. It hasn't happened on this level for decades. And no one exactly knows how to deal with disease pandemics. And like, I know I don't. And apparently neither does the government. So we're all having a hard time right now. We all have our own ways of coping and I feel like most of us have been kind of doing the same things anyway. There is this article from Partners in Health that has listed 10 mental health tips for social distancing. These tips came from people who have lived through and worked in the midst of huge disease outbreaks in the past. I will link to the article in the episode description but I want to go through some of these points because I feel like even if we've been kind of doing these things it is also important to be more aware of them so that we can turn to them in times of need. First one is connection. Social distancing does not mean emotional distancing. Perhaps it would have been more convenient to call it physical distancing. I mean, it definitely makes more sense that way. Brené Brown once said that humans are wired for deep, meaningful connection. And I believe that with all my heart. And I feel like now we need that more than ever. We are collectively going through different 
difficulties all related to the same thing but everyone has their own set of problems and traumas personally when i'm going through a rough time i always self-isolate i shut everyone around me even the people who are really close to me i'm always like i'm just gonna figure this out on my own and then i'll be okay and again and again i realize that that is exactly the opposite of what i need i'm a very social person what i really became aware of is how i would instantly be calmer after getting off a call with one of my friends heck it didn't have to be friends like i literally noticed how i'd feel a bit lighter just a bit calmer and all around a little bit more okay after i'd be done with an online class since you know we uh my uni now switched to online classes obviously and i i could make the dry joke of like just how desperate for social interaction i've become but really it meant a lot because everything is weird right now okay but before it was weird i had classes so now attending those classes with the same people i used to attend them with it just gives me this like little slice of normality back into my life sharing an experience even an academic one you know online really made a difference so for me social distancing just cannot all mean emotional distancing second thing on the list is physical activity i've actually returned to working out when i'm stressed i i used to do that when i was like 14 i'd always go for a run when i'm not feeling okay and now i'm doing this again like even on the days where i don't really want to but then i do like even if i only run for 2k of my 4k goal i still I still get off the treadmill feeling better and I never regret it and it feels like I did the right thing and it also feels like everyone around me is kind of doing the same like not just like really working out but just taking a walk when when they can it really helps number three alone time outside if possible but inside too Okay, this one is hard, because as much as we all need connection, we also need time for ourselves. You can't just keep using social media as a means for connection. Because what I realized is that at some point, it just isn't that anymore. It's not connection at all. It becomes an anxiety-fueled and obsessive. Like, at least for me, I need my alone time. Just like I did when there was no quarantine, like I need to spend time with myself and reflect. I realize that not everyone has the privilege of living somewhere where they can just go out for a walk, someplace that is not crowded. Because, you know, the whole thing is to not be in closed, crowded places and close physical contact with people. But going out for the most part is fine. Um... Maybe hole up a chair on the roof of your building and enjoy the feeling of the warm sun on your skin. Or do that at night and look up at the stars or something. Just be still and alone with yourself for some time. Related to spending time alone and reflecting, the next one is focused meditation and relaxation. Um... For me, that's usually at the end of the day when I'm getting ready to go to bed. After I've done everything, you know, brushed my teeth, moisturized, I have like 15 minutes of peace. Just drinking my chamomile tea in bed, listening to a podcast or an audiobook, and just relaxing. Another one. Remember the things you love. Focus on them and the things you love doing. Do more of them. Just give them more space in your life. One of the main things for me when it comes to this is making this podcast. 
I love talking. I love talking to people. I love connecting with other human beings. And I love reading. And I love my cat. I love making my morning coffee. I love drinking my morning coffee. I love listening to music. So whenever I'm doing these things, I try to practice being present and in the moment. Last thing is limiting your exposure to TV and uh, news and then finding ways to cleanse yourself of it. Okay, I have something to admit. I have a Google alert set up for the word combination Corona Egypt. I get a couple of emails a day about this topic and I usually read some of the articles Google has picked for me. I like to stay informed about what's going on but I don't think it's helping having headlines and breaking news coming at me at least once a day especially as a person who is predisposed to obsessive thoughts and anxiety and whatnot it really does screw up with this feeling of normal life I'm trying to emulate. I only came across this list a couple of days ago from a vlogbrothers video and I'm following John's way of writing down these points in my personal journal so that whenever I'm not feeling so good, when I'm when I'm scared or overwhelmed, I look at the list and ask myself, what can I do from these things that will make me feel better? I need to point out something about this list, or rather something that is not on the list, which is quote-unquote productivity. Let's all just take a moment to collectively acknowledge how being productive is not on that list. Being productive is not how you feel better. Doing the things you love makes you feel better. Incidentally, a lot of the time, it just so happens that doing the things you love can be called being productive. Like, for example, I enjoy reading a lot, and it just so happens that reading is one of those things that people are now putting under their list of productive things to do while in quarantine. But it does not have to be, it does not have to be labeled productivity. I don't want to go on about how productivity is basically the fundamental economic concept that capitalism runs on, and how it's an unsustainable measure of accomplishment for our personal lives, because we probably all just need a break from this mindset right now. I know the internet is just full of lists like this one these days, like top 10 productivity tips to do while in quarantine, and that's awesome, like sure, but it's also important to remind myself that it's okay to not be doing anything, like at all. As long as you're taking care of yourself, you're fine. I know this is gonna be a bit cliche or like very cliche of me but like I'm gonna do it anyway we all really need a breathing room right now like literally so let's go um let's do a breathing exercise together okay so get comfortable breathe in through your nose fill your belly as you breathe in feel how your belly rises Place one hand on your belly and place the other hand on your chest. Breathe out through your mouth. As you breathe out, feel your belly lower. The hand on your belly should move more than the one that's on your chest. Okay, two more. I decided that I'm gonna give myself more time to breathe.
I hope you guys are feeling okay amidst all of what's going on. This is Nayar Al-Gohari. You've been listening to Going Things.